welcome to Walk Around the Block, where today we catch up on the events of the week. Hello, 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 and happy fall. I guess we're there. I started seeing some pumpkin decor popping up around the neighborhood a couple weeks ago. We have talked about this before. The pumpkins are like the first signpost on the road to fall. I have not really done any fall decorating yet. I have one thing out inside, but only because I bought it recently and I didn't I didn't want to put it away. We have talked about this before, but I can't really get on board with fall themed stuff until after Labor Day. Even now, I'm like on the fence. It has been very nice the past couple days, but it's supposed to be 90 again next week, and I'm just not sure I can do it yet. I will probably be peer pressured into it, like always. (laughs) The other day, we were driving home. It was night, and we were driving down kind of like the main road in my neighborhood, and we passed one of the houses, and it was in full fall mode. There were lights. My husband was like, they're decorating for Halloween already? (laughs) I was like, no, they're fall decorations. He was like, fall isn't a holiday. (laughs) I was like, that may be true, but it was definitely for fall. I don't think he believed me, but then we drove by again and he was like, I think you're right. I think they are fall decorations. Then today he came home and said, this family that just moved in like the next street over, he was like, they moved in a week ago and I just drove by and their house is fully decorated for Halloween now. I was like, well, maybe they unpacked their decorations and didn't want to put them away if they were just going to have to get them out again. I still think that's impressive, though, considering it took me a full three days just to unpack my kitchen when we moved here. So I guess it's not just fall. It's also Halloween season. I don't know. I guess we'll see how that all plays out. I talked last week about how when I'm at the park, I feel like I have to give kind of a little courtesy wave to the people I walk past. I also have a similar policy when I pass people in their cars. Like, okay, for example, I'm walking to get the mail. Someone drives by. I give them a little wave. I think that's pretty standard, right? Another example, I'm in my car and someone is in their yard, let's say watering some flowers. Little wave. (laughs) Where it gets a little fuzzier is when you and the other person are both in cars. I feel like if I am driving down my residential street and the other person is driving down a residential street in the opposite direction, it is still probably the neighborly thing to do to do a little flip wave from the steering wheel as we pass each other. I'm not saying this is like an every time, all the time thing. I'm not going to be offended if someone doesn't do it, and I'm sure they're probably not offended when I don't, but I feel like we can say it's a friendly gesture. Well, the other day, I was in the car with my husband, and we were driving back on some of the streets behind us, and we passed by a guy sitting in his car, and I said to my husband who was driving, you didn't wave. My husband was like, I didn't see anyone. I was like, he was in the car. He was staring right at you and you didn't wave. (laughs) My husband said, and I quote, oh, I don't do that. I was like, what do you mean you don't do that? (laughs) He was like, I don't wave. I'm not a waver. (laughs) I was like, you live in a neighborhood. You have to wave. He's like, no. (laughs) And then I thought it was so funny. I was like, so you're requesting a waiver on waving, huh? (laughs) Maybe it was funnier at the time. (laughs) Okay, I will admit to that particular situation being a little more debatable, but this is not the first time we've had this conversation. 
I never even thought about it in our old neighborhood. We didn't have sidewalks, and there was a chance of snow like six months out of the year. I feel like there were just a lot fewer people out and about in that way. But I feel like there are a lot more opportunities and also more of an expectation here. We moved here, and I would be like, that person just waved to you. And invariably, my husband would be like, what person? (laughs) And I would say, what person? Do we need to switch seats? Should you even be driving? (laughs) And he would say, I'm not looking at the people. I'm looking at the road. (laughs) One time we were driving through this neighborhood. I don't even remember where it was. And we had been having this conversation. So then my husband decided to be really over the top and did the most enthusiastic wave probably any of us has ever seen to this lady in her yard. And you know what? She loved it. She stopped what she was doing and gave her full attention to waving very enthusiastically back. So whenever he gives me a hard time about this, I say, remember that lady? I rest my case. (laughs) Anyway, so we decided to get out of town last weekend, pretty close by, uh, a couple hours just to get a change of scenery. We went to a minor league baseball game one night. I highly recommend minor league baseball games. I mean, you don't even have to like baseball. There's plenty of other entertainment, although, of course, it does help. We had great seats. It was great weather, not crowded, plenty of room to spread out, a thoroughly enjoyable experience. There was this guy playing who goes by Bird. That is not not his actual name, (laughs) although it does suit him pretty well, I would say. It became quickly apparent that Bird was a big fan favorite. A couple of people here and there would flap their arms like a bird when he got up to bat. <laughs> I was like, there should be a chance or something like chirp, chirp, or ka, ka. <laughs> Maybe not. Then, then a few innings in, a couple guys right by us started chanting, bird is the word, every time he was at the plate. I was like, there you go. Simple and to the point. Bird is the word. <laughs> and now randomly, we will just start saying it because why not? Bird is the word. Bird is the word. (laughs) They also had a chant for another guy. Jay is the way. (laughs) I was like, they have a template. And you know what? It works. (laughs) Anyway, it was great. Last Saturday was the first big weekend of college football season, which is like all the holidays wrapped in one in my house. So we watched a lot of football that day. Sunday, we went to church and the tire pressure light did come on on the way there. But my husband looked at it when we got there and it looked okay. We figured, okay, well, you know, we'll, we'll put air in it later. Well, an hour later, we come outside to a completely, and I mean completely, flat tire. Like, literally zero. <laughs> so we do have roadside through our insurance, but the great thing about getting our new car is that we also have it through the car. So I was like, all right, well, let's just see. And I have to say, it was so easy. I didn't even have to call. I went on the app and like two minutes later, someone was on their way and they knew right where we were and we had an ETA. I could see right where they were and it was great. I'm sure I don't have to tell you why I used roadside assistance. (laughs) Maybe one day I will do an episode about the day my husband and I changed a flat tire together, but not this time. This was kind of funny, though. I see on the app that this person is, like, about to turn in. So I get out of the car because we're in a parking lot so they can see where we are. And this woman pulls up in a minivan and just leans out her window and is like, you need the tire change? She literally had the tire off and the spare on in, like, 10 minutes. It was amazing. We did have to get a new tire the next day before we drove back. But all in all, it was all right. 
My final bit of excitement was the next day I went to my first in-person yoga class since the pandemic started. A girl in my neighborhood is starting up classes, so I was like, all right, you know, why not? Let's give it a shot. We have a big building in the middle of the neighborhood, and she did it outside on the porch there. So I got there right before the class started, and the back area was kind of full, I guess you would say. I always sit in the back, like for whatever, for a class, but also like a meeting, church, whatever. I will go up front if I have to, but I just like being able to see everything. So I had to kind of angle my mat in the corner to make it work, but it was totally fine. Uh, She was like, are you sure you don't want to come up front? And I was like, no, I'm good. I'll just go back here. Well, joke was on me because about a third of the way through, I look up and realize there's a security camera squarely focused on me, like not on the class as a whole, like on me, right on me. Every time we would stand, I would try to like peek around the corner to see if there was another camera on everyone else too. I don't know why I felt like that would make a difference, but I did. There might be one, but I couldn't see it. I was like, I was like, I hope no one is actively monitoring this. (laughs) On the plus side, I probably tried a little harder. On the other side, I was on camera doing yoga. The yin and the yang, people. (laughs) All right. That's it for today's Walk Around the Block. Follow the podcast on Instagram at WalkTheBlockPod. Subscribe or follow on Stitcher or Apple or Google Podcasts. And leave a review if you feel so inclined. Thank you to all who have left reviews already. And I will see you next week.